Uh, now, um, we had a very good interview on Tuesday. It was towards the end of the show, though, with Pima County Superintendent Dustin Williams. And we ran out of time, and I had more things to ask him. So he's been cool enough to come back and join me again. Dustin, thank you so much again for the time this morning, man. I really do appreciate it. Garrett, good morning. Good morning to your listeners. Uh, we, we, we did get cut short. I'm glad you... You asked me back because we were we we're getting to some good points. Yeah, Glad to be on. Thank you. Well, thank you, man. Listen, uh, one of the highlights of the interview, and uh, one of the things that really attracted a lot of attention to my listeners, and I just wanted you to expand on it. Or just I just want to learn the mindset behind it because maybe I just don't understand it. Is um, we talked about uh, the gun free zone situation, right? And schools are gun free zones, but they really kind of aren't if they have a school resource officer because that that person's armed. But there are signs at schools that say this is a gun free zone. So I asked the question. Would you put that at your house? And you said that you wouldn't, right? You said you wouldn't put that sign in front of your home. Um, so my listeners and I, I want to know, why would you not, why, why would you think it's not okay to have that in front of your home, which obviously would make your family unsafe because it invites people to come on in, but it's okay to have other people's kids and other adults with your staff to, to work under those same conditions. Why, why is that fair? Well, you know, when we get to fairness and we talk about, you know, personally, what would I do on my home? It's not really the the, the question that we're looking at. No, no, but it I mean, is. Like, if you are okay question, with, but if you're okay question, with that, I don't understand. Like, if you're okay, if you're like, I would never put my family in the danger of putting a sign out there in front of the home saying this is a gun-free zone, why would you do the same for other people's kids? Well, first and foremost, everything that I do, Garrett, Everything I think about when it comes to, to education, when we look at the political side, when we look at the education side in the district, the charters and the private, first thing is safety, and that's the most you know, important thing that we need to think about for our kids, not necessarily what the superintendent's going to put up as far as signs go in his front yard. Um, it, it goes back to what we were kind of talking about. Is the, deb- is the debate about guns or is the debate about mental illness? And or mental health, and is it about resources on these campuses so that we can see these signs, find these triggers, and come back and, and, and help, honestly, at, at the end of the day, help the children, help the families with uh, some of these severe situations that we have. And, that, and that's what it really comes down to when we look at this. I thought it was coming down, I mean, I get the mental illness side, and I'm with you on that, and I think something needs to be done, but I thought the whole thing was also about keeping uh, students and staff safe at schools. Where did that get lost in this whole situation? Oh, no, that, 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 that's the forefront, right? That's, what, that, that, that's the conversation that has really been derived. And, I, you know, I've been thinking about it since we talked, and I said, said to myself, with all this tragedy that we see, we see it, and it's just it's often now, you know, is, is, is this a trend we're in? Um, and we see what happens in politics is you see both sides, they'll go at it back and forth now, and this will become a gun debate. Um, and what's sad about that is we're actually not talking about the real issues of what's happening here. Like, what is causing an individual, whether it's an adult, whether it's a child, whether it's, you know, any, any human being, what is going on in their mind that makes them say, this is a good idea. I'm actually going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to plan this thing out. And then a couple weeks later, I'm going to, you know, show some signs and then I'm going to actually go act on all these signs and do this. Where as a community, whether it's, you know, 
families, whether it's school, whether it's resources, where are we missing the point here and, and not acting on these early signs to stop these tragedies? Because having just one student injured or one life taken, you know, it's just unacceptable. Okay, so For you everybody. did this. I got you on that. I got you, uh, uh, Dustin. So you were high-fiving the students as they were walking out uh, on March 14th, eight days ago, right? You were high-fiving them, and you were saying, oh, good job, you're going out, and you're going to stand up for what you believe in, and we hear you. So as they were walking out doing that, what ideas did you guys come up with? Like, what was the result? What was the positive result to come up with this whole situation, which is the point? What what, what is it to keep kids safe? Yeah. So what I think what was really interesting was the students were acting, um, and this was something, obviously, when I was in school, you know, we didn't have this. This isn't anything that I did, you know, my generation did. I'm 44 years old. I graduated in 92. Um, so I got to actually observe how this generation was beginning their very beginning processes of, of protesting. And so I watched them do their organized walk, and my fear was they were just going to bolt off and, and take off and leave campus. And that was the complete opposite. So I was so encouraged and happy to watch what did happen, which was uh, an organized safety walk right around the school. They came back. They all went to the auditorium. And then they all had a really good intimate discussion with the superintendent of the school and the principal. And, I mean, these kids were coming back. They were, they were, they were being polite. They, had, uh, they were in the seat. Um, and then... We got to listen to a little bit of the discussion, and the discussion was, was where it got really disturbing for me, was, you know, they weren't ranting and, and yelling, and they were really talking about how, honestly, this is something they think about often in class, just in, in, in their daily life, and it kind of dawned on me, I was like, gosh, you know, I, I guess, I, you know, with all this, all this that's going on, this is why it's important to listen to their voice because so often their voices are just, you know, just discounted. A lot of people just think they're kids. I got you. I got you. Okay. I, I, I totally let, get let it. Let me but... make my point, Gary. Okay. My please, please. Yeah. Well, I'll do it quick. If, if, they're, if they're thinking about these tragedies, and if it's even for just however many times in a day, then that means they're not thinking about the concepts in class. And that's where my, that's where my, that's where my worry is, and that's why I was supporting the fact that, hey, they're doing it in a way that's organized. They're doing. They're protesting in ways that's safe. Now let's start to really dive into it as adults and find out what is the real issue here. Where are we missing the mark on this? I got gotcha. you, and I, it, it's a great point. Dustin Williams is the Pima County Superintendent of Schools. He's on KNST AM seven ninety. He's who you're hearing right now. Uh, I, I got gotcha. you. You want the kids to concentrate in schools? See, that's it. But okay, then okay, so that whole thing happened. But you know, where like I'm in a results business, right? Every day. You know, you're an elected person. Every four years, you have to run and say, this is what I've done. Every day, I run for re-election. Because if I don't do something good, they're gone. So I'm in a results business. Where are the results? So that walk happens, you're high-fiving, but nothing like concrete comes out of that. Like, okay, we need to harden the schools by doing this. We need to change it. What are the results? What are the ideas you guys have come up with? It's been five weeks since the shooting and eight days since the walkout. That's, that's, you look at, <clears throat> you're right on there, Garrett. Everything is a result, and... Unfortunately, in the business of government, and when you get into to every all the, the nuances of it, it can't be as quick as obviously that you would like. Uh, I agree with you as I would like. Um, I can tell you what has happened, 
from it is conversations. And now we've actually seen our governor, Governor Ducey, he's come out with a plan. I mean, it came out, <clears throat> I think it was uh, three, three days ago, maybe Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- that was a plan that was not around. So when we talked about results, there's our first, there's our first line of, of defense. So anything that happens in our state comes from the top. It's going to come from the governor's office, and then we have to work with what we get from that. At the school level, the districts are just <clears throat> they're trying to just to run their schools the best that are, they can. Same with the charters, same with the private, same with the homeschoolers. They're all trying to do their best job. They really are at the end of the day. Um, but when we get to resources and we get direction, we need that from the leadership. I got you. Let me so, ask you this then. Wayne LaPierre, head of the NRA, right? He offered to go to any school in the nation that calls them and do a free security assessment of the grounds. Not let's put guns everywhere. Free security assessment. Doesn't cost you any money. Would you be willing to call him and say, you know what? I want you to come to every school in Pima County and do a free assessment to make sure that we could be as protected as we can be. I'd like to have that phone call on the air. Absolutely. 100%. If well, that's a resource and that's an individual that, you know, wants to, wants to actually just help. Yeah, he said that. Google the NRA, say, I'm Dustin Williams, Pima County Superintendent of Schools, and I, I want to take you up on that free security assessment. I mean, they'll do it. Call them up. Garrett, you set it up, man. If you can Why do I have together. to set it up? No, no, dude. He, he, he gave a big speech at CPAC, and he said, any, any school, any place that wants to call us for a free assessment to make sure the school can be as safe as it can, call us. We'll do you got That's your job, man. I do a radio show. Garrett, 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 done deal. Here's what we'll do. I'll get with your staff, which, by the way. Well, I, I don't, this is your job. Like, dude, go, go back to your office and call, man. It's, it's not that hard. Not, not a problem. Just name, number, contact. Okay, I'll do that for you. I, you have, all- listen, dude, you have the assistant. We've been emailing her. I have no assistant. This is just me. Well, I'm just taking your lead, Garrett. Okay. Garrett, I'm just taking your lead. I'm okay. Your lead. Let me ask you this I like then, also. Idea. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude. It, 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 thank you for doing that and being open minded to it. But let me also ask you this. Um, so you wanted to make sure you heard the students, right? You got to hear what the students have to say, what their fears are, what they want, those kinds of things. Um, at the same time, you say only professionals, highly experienced, trained people, whatever, uh, should be carrying firearms, like school resource officers, right? Um, so who's that'd making the, de- first, that'd be my first. Yes. Okay. Yes. So who's making the decision on that? Cause the kids don't have the experience on what it takes to protect the school or, or what should, um, what should be in mind for security. I mean, I'm no expert. You're no expert. So why are people that aren't experts making these decisions? Uh, that that's a great question, and th- and that's where we're, that's really where we are right now is is identifying this this issue, and saying to ourselves, um, what can the districts do? For for instance, right now in the governor's plan, um, there's a good you know they've they they have identified what they're going to put together, which is a tip line. You can call in, you can do this tip line, and you can and you you know that's that's the first start, and we can get the experts involved there. The second thing is, <clears throat> really, what we want to do is we've got to start getting into talking with the students. They are really the first line of defense if they see something that's not, you know, they know these kids. And so if we can have a system that where they feel trusted, they feel good, there's someone they can go talk to, and those 
first line of defense people. Those are really your counselors and, you know, the people on the forefront at the district levels. And when we're last place in counselor ratios in the state, that's where we, that's where we miss this communication mark. So what we'd like to see is just a couple more bodies on these campuses for the district, just another line of defensive personnel. And if that's an SRO, it's more counselors. And if it's an SRO, we want this to definitely not be a policing sort of thing. We want it to be a relationship builder for our communities where these SROs can talk about, you know, talk about these critical, these, these situations and, and get to meet these students intimately so that the student could come to an SRO and say, hey, uh, so-and-so student's been acting weird the last couple weeks. Uh, there's, here's a couple Facebook posts or Twitter posts um, I think you need to be aware of. And then, Garrett, here's the key. We've got to start acting on these things. I mean, if you watch these trails, you, you've heard, you know, from uh, the different scenarios, there's always a little trail that follows these situations. And why we're not, you know, catching this immediately and acting swiftly, that, those days have to end. We need to act swiftly. We need to be decisive. Those are the words of our governor, and we need to make sure that we, we do that all together. I got you. Look, these are great points, and I appreciate it. Dustin Williams, Pima County Superintendent of Schools on KNST AM 790. I don't know if you've been following the shooting that happened in Maryland. When I had you on a couple of days ago, there was a shooting in Maryland at a high school. Um, yeah. Turns out uh, what stopped this 17-year-old was not a counselor, was not other students. It was a good guy with a gun, right? Yep. Um, now, a month before, apparently students overheard somebody saying school and shootings and they contacted the school resource officer and they contacted the sheriff's department and they did investigations and the school sent out an email the next day and said, we investigated this. There's nothing to it. Everything's okay. And then a month later, boom, shooting, right? Yeah. So that's why you can have as much investigating and all this other stuff. Uh, There needs to be in my mind, again, more than just investigating and counselors. I, I just, I'm trying to understand the mindset. Now I don't, one more thing about this. Um, I, I don't, there's no other laws that could have stopped this. I don't know if you're aware in Maryland, you have to be 21 to possess a handgun. This, this guy was 17 and possessed a handgun that breaks the law right there. On top of that, it's a five year prison sentence to bring a gun on campus in Maryland. So those are two laws that are supposed to deter people. But again, people that are hell bent on committing a crime don't follow laws, which is why I'm just trying to understand the mindset of things, which is why to make things, you know, make, make sure that people realize a campus can't be a gun-free zone. What is your yeah. take on that? Definitely, uh, it's you know, hey, it's out there. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's on the table. Um, what, what, what is? What's it's on the table? Right. I mean, it's unfortunate that that's where we are today. You know, we're having these discussions, Garrett. It's not like they're not being talked about. Um, yeah, those, those are things that we, we speak about. My mindset is. <clears throat> Where are we, even at the younger age, where are we at that, you know, that K-5 era where we're, we're talking about, um, you know, our characters? Where are we talking about um, our cultures? Where are we talking about mental illness at the K-5 era? And the other part of this is, Garrett, is we've got to really also look at the word bullying. Bullying today has uh, a major issue, and that issue is with technology. And these kids do some of the cyberbullying, and I'm telling you, I've seen some stuff out there. It's not good 
And you can't blame the adolescent. I don't want to blame them because they are adolescents. I mean, the brain isn't even fully developed till 22 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that cyberbullying has taken over, it's it's troublesome. No, it's not. Real- it's, yeah, it's it's not easy. I mean, but you know, it, there it were, there was there was isn't. bullying going on when I was a kid. I'm 40. You're 44. I was. You know, everybody gets bullied. Nobody goes and shoots up everybody. That's. I you know the 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 Florida shooting didn't happen because the kid was bullied. He he told everybody he was a ticking time bomb. He's messed up in the head. This poor kid. He's reaching out for help yeah. and nobody wanted to help yeah. him. It had nothing yeah. to do with it. Um, I I just you know I, again even if there is a cyberbullying problem, you're never going to be able to stop all that. Just like you're never going to be able to stop uh, a person from going into a gun free zone with a gun if they're hell bent on committing violence. Just, you know, Garrett, is it a trend that we're in? Is this a new way that we're going? Actually, no, I don't. I This this is where it's frustrating, man, because you're the Peter County it superintendent is. of schools, and I'm a radio host, and there was information that came out from Northeastern University on February 26th, so not even a month ago. And there was, there was a, a study done by James Allen Fox, the Lipman Family Professor of Criminology, Law, and Public Policy at Northeastern. And he came out and said, our data shows schools are safer now than they were in the 1990s. School shootings are not more common than they used to be. This is all according to the researchers. I can send you this information, too. Yeah, we, we can. We can both, both sides obviously can take the facts and we, we can do what we want. I mean, the data right now is in the first two months of 2018, we had 14 school shootings in the United States. That's actually that's, not, but that's actually... That that you know, that's the thing that Obama said that that's actually not true. That's been proven to be not true. Well, that's on the first page of the governor's safe Arizona school. Yeah, I know. He's just trying. He's a politician. I I, I know you. I just <laughs> the politicians gotta watch. I, it, but these things these things aren't true. Obama said that we had eighteen. Even the Washington Post came out and said that's not true. It's not. It's I, all the definition of it. It's it's it. Anyway, I don't get into semantics, man, dude. My kid's gonna be in kindergarten coming up in August, and I am scared as hell. And want something done to make sure my kid's going to be protected, not a sitting duck. You know, your fa- you don't want your family to be a sitting duck. Why is it okay for my kid to be a sitting duck in that school? Absolutely isn't, Garrett. It's so what the hell's the answer? At all levels. So what's the answer? No. The answer is we need these discussions. I mean, we got to put this on the forefront of our schools. We got to put this on the minds of. Um, our elected leaders, our House of Representatives, our senators at the state level and at the federal level. And this is a discussion that we need them to be taking and taking seriously. I mean, if, if we're not taking these measures and investing whatever we need to do uh, to make sure that, you know, your son that's about to be a kindergartner, or my son that is a kindergartner, if these kids aren't protected or have a, a system in place that actually makes sense and is going to be uh, working towards that goal, then really, what's the point of all of it? I got you. Know, you. I mean, I mean, I you know, you're, you know, yeah. we're going to take you know, go for A's and Arizona merit and and have kids get great SAT scores, all to have children die. I don't see the point. You know, first and foremost, we all agree, normal citizens, every one of us, bipartisan, all apart. Everybody wants kids to be safe. That's one thing we all agree. I on. got you. I got you. And it's something you brought up, and I have, a, I got a great tweet here. Last one, and I really appreciate the time this morning, man. And not many people have the guts to come on the show, and I really do appreciate it. Um, and it's true, but it's true. Uh, now, I got a question because you're talking about bullies and talking to kids. What about the shooters that aren't students? The Florida shooter was not a student. He was 19 years old. He was not going to that school anymore. Uh, the Sandy Hook shooter was not a student, right? 
Uh, they just went on the campus. So that, you know, what about the shooters that aren't students? You guys can't control that. That's why I'm talking about hardening the school and teachers that want to go through training and want to arm themselves to protect everybody. I don't see the disconnect. I don't see why that's a problem. You know, when we talk about just the regular adult out there is, is I think, the question, right? What are we doing with that? Just that normal person, or sorry, uh, un- abnormal person that's out there that's just going to, you know, come on a campus and, and make a point to the country in their own mind of, of what they're trying to do. Um, I mean, first line of defense is perimeter. What do these perimeters look like at the school? Like I told you, I went down to a district. Um, this thing was a park. It was an open, it, it wasn't literally a park, but the setting is a park style. I mean, how are we going to uh, defend against that? So do you, do you I mean, let me ask you this, just as a side note, just again, to get the mindset, you're talking about the perimeter, right? Make sure the perimeter is secure, right? Correct. So something like a border wall would be important, right? To, to kind of Well, uh, something like a secure, uh, uh, you know, there's these security wrought iron fences mm-hmm. and which they is like to, which is like a border wall, right? I mean, I'm I'm curious. Do you think we should have a border? I'm just curious. We should you have a border wall on the southern border? Uh, I, I disagree with a because border that, wall. Well, I really do. Well, that's the thing I is mean, that okay? Then why then why even bother having well, then why have a wall up to protect the kids at school if you shouldn't have one to protect people from coming in the country? Well, you know, I I didn't say a wall. I, I mean, I, I and, what the hell is the difference, man? Come on, dude. Well, the, the, the difference is that really the difference is. Uh, the barrier, I mean, for a school, and I mean, I don't want to compare schools to our borders of, you know, Mexico and, and the Ugh, United States of America. It's still protecting it's just, people, not, people that shouldn't be in there are not allowed in there. That's what a wall does. You have a wall right. around your home, I assume. So anyway, listen, man, I, I, am, I am so, I'd love to get you on again. I think it's fascinating, Dustin. I'm just, I'm really late. I am like two commercial breaks behind right now. But I can't. Garrett, I, I appreciate the time. Yeah. I, I really appreciate also the fairness. You've been good to me. You really have. And I thank you and your listeners for the opportunity. And yeah, if you want to have me back on, we can have some yeah, more dialogue. I will, and I'm gonna I'm gonna text you during the break. My it'll be my number. I'm gonna text you the information for the NRA, and I want I would love to hear from you uh, within the next few days if you call them to find out what what the update is. Okay, Garrett, I'll I'll follow up on an email to your wonderful staff. And uh, oh, we'll you have my phone number. You you have my phone number. So are you gonna call? You said you call. You gonna you gonna call and say give us a free assessment to make sure everybody's safe. Garrett, I'm going to do it. Okay. If there's a if there's a resource out there that's free and we can have a, a a campus check, yeah, I'd like to see that. Okay. All right, dude. Thank you so much for the time, man. I appreciate it, Dustin. Take care. All right, Garrett. All right. Take care. I'll text you. Look out for my number. Look out for my number. Don't give it to anybody else. Seven thirty three. We're really late. It's KNST. Dot org. 745, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. I'm even going to skip the three things until eight ten because. Wow. Just wow. You can comment on what uh, on everything that Dustin Williams said. 880-KNST, 880-5670. Alyssa, I appreciate that he came on the show and everything, uh, but this just shows the gigantic disconnect, doesn't it? Yo, no, no. I can't, listen, what I do for my family is different from the kids. Why? Why? I, I, I would protect my family the same way I protect your family, Right. I would protect my kids the same way I look out for your kids. I don't know the, di- but this is the limousine liberal disconnect right here. You know what? Yes, the Earth is warm. You know, it's very. It's even though I have no data to back it up and everything. And yes, we need. It's global warm. You know what? We need a law. We need a tax. Yeah, we can't. We can't have you driving around those big cars and big trucks and you know ride around on airplanes. But I will. 
Oh, I'll do it. That's not a problem. Al Gore, he'll do it. Leo, Leo DiCaprio, he'll do it. No problem. You can't, you little slug. I mean, he brought up the whole thing about the perimeter, a secured perimeter. I had to do it. I was th- I've been thinking about this for days, and I held it in my pocket. Um, people that claim to be, no, not everybody, they might be anti-having any uh, t- staff or teachers armed with guns and go through training and everything else, but they claim they want to harden the perimeter, harden the school, make it hard to get into, blah, blah, blah. Well, do you feel the same way about the country? No. I don't see the difference. So in Dustin's mind, it's cool if random people that we don't know, they could be gangbangers, they could be people trying to improve their lives, they could be people like the guy that killed Kate Steinle or the one that killed Grant Ronneback up in Mesa, where they're not gangbangers, but they're just bad people coming into our country, uh, coming into our country, and they do bad things. That's, that's okay. Let those people in, but we got to make sure the school is secured. Nothing can happen into the, can't bring the people into the school. It, it literally makes no sense to me. No sense to me. And by the way, what the, I am glad that he was open-minded enough, even though I don't really think he knew what he was saying. When I brought up the, uh, the idea about having the NRA give a free security assessment. I'm glad that he was open to, yeah, yeah, but how about, he's like trying to get me to make that and do a call on the air. What the, hello, hello, McFly, hello. I love how he wanted me to give him the information because a whole Google search couldn't help just to Google NRA. And just scroll down to the bottom where it says contact, you click it, you see the 800 number to call the NRA. Elected official, former teacher. And I love the fact that when I put on Facebook uh, that he was going to be on the show with me and a link to listen on the iHeartRadio app or at KNST.com, wherever you want to listen, there were like three people that put down the 800 number in the comments section during the interview. You know when Trump said all these politicians do is talk, 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 talk. There you go. I just don't even know what else to say, except that I have literally zero faith in the Pima County Superintendent of Schools. I, they, they, what was accomplished? What was done? They're going to have a freaking march. That is literally a made-up march organized by the Giffords Foundation, but the media is going to try to convince you because it's the narrative that it's grassroots. They're going to have a march. What the hell is the point? Or a rally, whatever you want to call it. What is the point? And that's my point when I had him, you're high-fiving the kids, but what exactly happened? What is the outcome? What is the solution? Give me some concrete stuff here. It's all about emotions and feelings and, and nothing that actually means something. If this guy runs, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I don't even know what the hell power or anything a Pima County superintendent of schools has. But if this guy runs again and wins, holy crap, shame on, not you, just the ignorant people. Hey, can you tell me one thing that he said that's actually going to happen? Just the comments I was getting. Uh, some of them were, enough already, LOL, because apparently I would, I... That's why I listen to the show, though, right? It's These are honest, direct questions. And by the way, I, I, texted, uh, I sent a text to Dustin. I sent a text to him with my number. I said, this is my number. Here's the NRA's number. Ask for the free security assessment. Please let me know what happens. Stay in touch. We'll see what happens. 750, back in five. We'll get your reaction. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.